Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trigiani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. Okay, friends, we were talking about friendship this week, and so we decided that this would be a perfect time to do a November episode of a Watch, Read, Listen. So, things that we're watching, things that we're reading, things that we're listening to, and it might inspire you to do the same. I can't believe this, Marjorie. We picked the exact same thing for what we're watching right now. We didn't even talk about this. No, so let's start with that. So I'm watching right now on Amazon Prime, Modern Love, and it's a Me series. Me It's so great. It's a series based on the Modern Love column in the New York Times, which I've read for years on and off, but they're just sweet little one-half-hour stories. So you, when did you start watching it? I started watching it earlier this week, and now I only have one episode left. Jay's been out a couple of nights this week, and so I got to cozy up and watch it by myself. And I have really loved it. And you're right. So the cast of characters is like 40 people long because each episode is different people. It's Mm -hmm. like a mini little movie. So like Anne Hathaway is in the third one. Tina Fey is in the fourth one. There are definitely people that you know, and then there are some kind of newcomers too. And it just tells this little story of modern love in one episode, and then you move on to the next episode. It already got renewed for season two. Did you know that, Marjorie? No, but it doesn't surprise me. They do a really, really nice job of telling little love stories in a very multifaceted, complex way. So there's one episode that hits on, really hits on friendship and bipolarity. So it's not always about male-female love or male-male or female-female love romance. It's about love. And so it's they're just they're beautifully done and this season's cast is just filled with people I just I have been fans of. There are a couple of I don't know if you were if you used to watch the newsroom. There are a couple of people from the series The Newsroom that have popped up in Modern Love, which is which is kind of fun. But it's just filled with people that great char- great New York character actors. So it's, it's, it's and if you love New York, I mean you'll just love seeing all all the images of New York are really fabulous. Yeah, it makes me want to go back to New York. And the last time I went to New York, I didn't want to go back. So it actually makes me want to go back to New York. <laughs> That's um, so fun. Yeah, it's 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 worth seeing. And for me, what's been great, they're 30 minutes long. So I'm using them. And I unfortunately finished it last night. I was using them to inspire myself to work out because I would just tell myself, go get on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you can watch a whole and episode watch of Modern Love. Okay, so it's, really it's a good, I'd love it's, that we were watching it at the yeah. same time, Marjorie, last <laughs> night. That's so so Modern Love, Amazon Prime, that's where you can get it. Watch it and, um, and let us know what you think. All right. Wh- are you reading anything right now? Well, as I talked about in our last Watch, Read, Listen, I had started a book called Get ready for the title, How the Scots Invented the Modern World, the True Story of How Western Europe's Poorest Nation Created Our World and Everything in It. And I yeah, said at the, the time... the title's any indication. It's too long. I 
I told you at the time, I wasn't loving it. I gave up. And it's really rare for me to give up on a book. I just couldn't do it. Like, I would look at it and it's like, I don't want to read you. I don't want to read you. <laughs> I gave up on it. And I'm bookless for the moment, which I don't like this feeling. I'll find something. But I'm, what are you reading? Okay, well, I'm really into cookbooks right now. So now that I have my kitchen back, and I actually love to read cookbooks. Mm. So I like to sit down and read them, and I get really inspired. So there's one that I'm reading right now that's interesting. It is called the Heal Your Gut Cookbook, hmm. Nutrient-Dense Recipes for Intestinal Health. Wow, and that's a long it's title. This, I know, and it even goes on. I shortened it. It's by a woman named Hillary Boynton, but she's super interesting because gut health is something that's so important and that I think so many people are struggling with. And especially there's this whole this whole idea called the gut-brain connection, which right. is all about like if your gut health is off, if you've got imbalances and things in your gut, that it is impossible for you to be mentally where you want to be, that you can really work through some things like maybe some mild anxiety or just feeling like not energized all through diet. So my sister loves this cookbook and I just started reading it and it's just so fascinating because it's all about really just adding in all these things that are amazing for your gut health. And the cover of it has this lovely soup with like mushrooms in it that I just think looks so wonderful. Yeah, well, so I've been into that. I just ordered it. I got it. I've been reading it. And um, I'm going to start incorporating some of those recipes. So I'll post if I um, make some stuff that I really love. We'll have to. I think that I, I'm fascinated with that idea because the intestinal issues, I have, a, my husband would always say, I have a very sensitive stomach, but it's interesting to me to say, what is that connection to every other part of my body? For so sure. I may have to, I may have to get that cookbook. That's, yeah, that's really interesting your to me. Cookbook um, is good. Okay. What are you listening to? Well, I'm listening to, on your recommendation, in our last Watch, Read, Listen, you had said you wanted to start the book Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Mm-hmm. And so I was so inspired by that. I thought, you know, I am really interested in that. So I downloaded it on Audible and I listened to it as opposed to read it. It's incredible. And what's incredible about it, obviously, well, for people who don't know, Ronan Farrow was really the one that worked on exposing Harvey Weinstein and all of the sexual harassment allegations and some crimes that he was accused of. And yeah. so he was doing that for NBC News. It never aired on NBC News. He ended up bringing it over to The New Yorker, ended up winning a Pulitzer Prize for the series that they did on it. This book is about, so anybody who's in, certainly anybody who's in media would find this book fascinating because it's about the story and how he came about the story and how he kept working the story and how his relationship with NBC suffered because of that story and the things that NBC did to stop that story. And so I was watching an interview with Ronan Farrow, and how he described the book is that this book is not so much about the sexual harassment that was going on within the news industry and within the Hollywood industry. It's more about the institutions that helped cover it up. For sure. And the book is is great, and I was really glad that I listened to it as opposed to read it for one reason. Ronan does the reading of the book, so he, he, he reads his own words. So that's that's nice and interesting because he's so invested in it. So you can see – you can hear the passion of it. But one of the key things about the Harvey Weinstein case was that there was audio, that one of the women actually was working with the police – And they have Harvey Weinstein on tape saying to this woman, come in my room, come in my room. 
and she's trying to get him to say what he had done to her, which he had fondled her. The yeah. tape existed, and Ronan got a copy of it. And so wow. when you listen to the book on Audible, you hear the tape. Okay. And that's fascinating because suddenly you think he had that early on in his investigation and NBC wouldn't air the piece. Oh, gosh. It's fascinating. It's it's a really good read. And I think for anybody, I, when you brought this up the last time we talked about it, I said I'll be in my own head. I was thinking, would this be sort of essential reading for any woman in her 20s in any business now having listened to it? Absolutely. And it made me realize, because a lot of the sexual harassment was going on when I was young in the business. So we're talking about the 80s and the 90s. It was obviously going on before that. But as women really came into the workforce in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, the amount of sexual harassment that was going on for women within the news industry was sort of like, I look at this and go, oh my God, this is stunning. And I think, how how was... I had little tastes of sort of the male domination in the industry, but my nothing, nothing like what was going on. And I thought, how was I protected from that? And then I realized I worked for nine years for the Oprah Winfrey Show. So from, yeah. you know, 1993 into 2001, I was working for them on and off freelance. And so I just never, that was just never a part of anything I ever felt in that company. So I feel really grateful for that. Like, I feel like I should write her a thank you note and say, I'm so grateful that I spent time in that bubble because it was a good time to be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's interesting that you say that listening to it over reading it is worth it. Yeah. Because of that stuff that you get. And I bet Ronan does a great job. He does. He does. He does. So I go, (laughs) <laughs> oh, he does? He does. So when a woman's talking, he does a woman's voice. It's, I, oh, wow. It's, okay. Yeah, it's cool. That's intriguing. Yeah. Okay, so I have got one thing that I am listening to, and I'm actually going to change it from what I thought I was going to talk about because now I remembered something better. So there is a musical that is in previews right now and coming out in New York, and I don't normally say that I'm, like, so into a musical soundtrack, but the musical is Jagged Little Pill, the musical. They use the music of Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, which was, like, a pivotal (laughs) album in my life. Like, when that came out, I remember just being like, this is the greatest thing ever. Diablo Cody is the one who is behind the musical. She wrote the story, and then they fit it around... Alanis's songs and then Alanis actually wrote a few new songs for this musical as well and so I have been listening to the music from it and it's unbelievably good it's so good that I just can't even stand it so they're coming out the album's coming out you'll be able to listen to it and download it and it's sort of like Glee times 100 in greatness when it comes oh, to love doing that. popular songs. And if you loved those, I mean, you know, Alanis Morissette singing those songs is one thing. The The Broadway cast of this, the way they do it is phenomenal. So Jagged Little Pill, the musical, the soundtrack, get it. You will be brought back to the 90s, wherever you were in that time, and then you will feel like a modern spin on it, and you'll love it. So in the 90s, I can remember driving in a station wagon with two little kids singing Yada Know. <laughs> 
probably not appropriate so for them to be hearing that. Oh, that's It is wonderful. so good. All right. That's what we're watching, reading, and listening to. If you're enjoying this podcast that you're listening to, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend. And if you're super motivated, give us a review at Apple Podcasts. And please reach out to us. You can find both of us on Instagram at Best of the Nest or at Eliz Reese and at It's Me Marjorie One. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.